who paid for the excavation of the spectacular caves who commissioned the paintings and finally who painted those walls and roofs through almost 800 years no clear idea this is where the east differs from the west if you like my podcast press the bell icon and follow me ajanta murals the painting marvel the root of the question credit goes to whom arises from the idea of identity and hence ego after all our past is our ego the certificates we earned the contests we won the medals we got stand testimony to who we are they form the inner elements of our ego if the past goes up in smoke in a blink our ego stands missing this is why as we grow older and people close to us who helped us grow up pass away one by one we end up losing fragments of such living testimony and such missing fragments keep hurting our ego too like gaping wounds the very idea of ego was already deprooted in the western outlook because past and future had always been of utmost importance there conquering nature was on top priority when buddha was shedding the past and future through meditation and deep introspection into his own self pythagoras was drowning his student to death in the middle of a stormy ocean by pushing him beyond the edge of the boat the crime of the young mathematician was that he discovered irrational numbers pythagoras society did not allow anyone other than pythagoras to take such kind of credit now so much is said to explain the difference in outlook between the west and the east in the ego driven world of the west the patron's identity at least remained on record it is not eroded by the grind of time of course after the anti art phase of christianity was over the artist too began to figure in the record alongside the patron but in indian context the whole picture is as if seen through a completely opaque layer of glasses we only know that the ajanta caves were excavated between 200 bc to 600 ce the location came under the deccan kingdoms of satvahana and vakataka and supposedly the excavation was commissioned by king harisena of course it is absurd that one king would commission the monumental task of excavating so many caves and also oversee the progress as well as keep financing them through 800 years hence this information about some king harisena being the patron does not answer the whole question to top it all it needed hundreds of artists and artisans to achieve such a monumental feat massive paintings spanning from wall to wall and at times on the roof as well could not have been done by any one human being it is likely that artists came from across the kingdoms to make it happen artists of various faiths not necessarily buddhist faith now as for the nature of the paintings on the walls and roofs of ajanta caves 
there are several highly curious aspects that make them stand out among all the paintings carried out across the globe during that period. I shall suggest you to look for Ajanta paintings in the internet and you will come across many. There is no need to pick any specific painting, but just any. You see the following traits. Depth of space in three dimension is palpable in each image. Particularly, the architectural representations do not look flat but shows volume. It is worth noting because in the West, such depictions took much longer. The facial features of different individuals are unique. Unlike the West, there seem to be a more general perception of human beauty. There do not seem to be a standard and rigid format to depict a human face. That is why one face differs from the other. There is an expression on each face. Even if smile appears hardly ever, yet there are dramatic interplay of expressions of shock, sorrow as well as introspection. Foreshortening of arms, fingers, legs and every other body part is painted with perfection. Remember, the Egyptians discovered foreshortening just a couple of centuries before this, whereas the Indian artists had been depicting perfect postures without any flaw. Unlike the West, where a frozen moment was always captured as a representation of movement, in the Ajanta paintings, the gestures of any character appear to be about to move. Often they seem to be in an unusual posture for a stable seating or standing as if we are watching them in movement. The western images or sculptures were representative of the movement, but the images at Ajanta are movements themselves. One strange aspect must be spoken about. The overall expressions are always that of submission instead of taking charge. The entire body of words points to the Buddhist outlook of overcoming the monsters of greed, jealousy, anger and lust within, not outside. One is not to drive the mission of conquering the nature, but to identify his integral existence in the nature itself. All these aspects indeed make Ajanta paintings unique on their own term without any parallel in the history of mankind. However, we spoke about the style but we must also talk a little about the content of the paintings. Even if the style holds the spirit of Buddhism seamlessly right across all the paintings done through almost 8 centuries, yet the content does not really conform to Buddha as sincerely. People may disagree with me in this regard, but I shall explain the reasons of my claiming so. Of course, some part of the content consists of the depictions of Buddha's life, but the remaining and the larger part of the paintings are pictorial depictions of Jataka tales. Jataka tales form a large section of the Buddhist literature talking about the past lives of Buddha as Bodhisattva. 
the purpose of jataka tale is to teach the values of buddhism to its followers through simple anecdotes but then in reality several stories are similar to international folklore without much relevant to what buddha preached in fact at times the bodhisattva's actions appear contrary to the fundamental ethics of the buddha in some story bodhisattva commits a murder or in another he engages in sex with his benefactor's wife or in some other story he hires a prostitute and so on of course such stories are not depicted at ajanta but what shows there are often having kings and queens as central characters now the irony is bodhisattva was born as either king or king's advisor in jataka tales more than 20% of the time hence there is no way jataka tales could have been painted yet kings and queens could have been omitted i do not think such description of royal elites at ajanta actually reflects any influence of the commissioning kings it is unlikely that the kings of satvahana and vakataka took much interest in them because both dynasties were hindus not buddhists the ajanta paintings are reflection of the prevailing folklores and the common folks who tried to follow the buddhist doctrine but just like the upanishad it is obvious that buddhist doctrine too stayed quite off limit to the average mind jataka tales are testimony to that however in the end we must see the fact that at ajanta artists expressed their wishes to depict what they wished with complete freedom without being corrupted by the influence of royal power or money this did not happen in the west until long after renaissance In the following episodes we shall see Indian art through another lens.